Hello, gorgeous heartbeat, and welcome to Heartbeats Harbor. I'm your host, Brianna Hozak, and I'm here to shine the light on the shadow path we walk as heartbeat women. Women rising into leadership roles as light workers, change makers, world shakers, or as I call us, heartbeats, do not have an easy path to walk. It often feels lonely, painful, and unique, but I'm here to help you see how very not alone you are and how beautiful the shadows surrounding you actually are when you love and integrate them on your healing journey. I create spaces and opportunities for women to step into deeper self-awareness, self-acceptance, and personal healing, community and sacred circles, as well as leadership of themselves, their families, their communities, and beyond. My business and my life is and always will be about massive change in the ways things are done around the world. I believe it's a big part of my purpose on this planet to be a voice for those who don't have one, a safe harbor for those who need one, and a beacon of light to inspire a better way. None of this is easy. I've learned that big impact requires bold action and delusional levels of confidence, as well as a ton of shadow work. If you love what you hear on this podcast and you want to be part of the growing, supportive online village of Heartbeats Harbor, make sure you join my Facebook group, which is linked below in the show notes. Now, I can't wait to get started, so let's turn on the lights. Hey, Heartbeats! I hope you're having a fantastic day whenever you're listening to this. Today, I'm going to shine some light on what the shadow path is. For anyone who doesn't know yet, and talk about what walking the shadow path can look like in our lives. But first off, I want to remind you that shadows are not bad. They are parts of you, and every single little speck of you is important, and so, so beautiful, and of course, worthy. Our shadows can be inner child versions of ourselves, memories we've repressed, limiting beliefs we've adopted, lessons we need to learn, and more. Shadows can be hard to face, but working with and through them is unbelievably rewarding. The more we integrate the shadow parts of ourselves, the more aligned our lives are in general, and things flow more smoothly and beautifully for us. And we integrate them by facing them, looking at them, acknowledging them, understanding them, and accepting them, making changes that will help heal old wounds, letting an inner child know she is seen and heard and loved, learning something new to help us understand a confusing or unhelpful part of our shadows so that we can improve a part of our lives that is holding us back from success or happiness. Inner child healing and shadow work aren't usually fun, but they are how you grow as a person and become the best version of yourself possible. If you like personal development and self-improvement, you will definitely be coming across some shadow work. The personal development, self-help, learning, and growing journey is what I would call the shadow path. Even if you are just starting on it and you're learning, 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 lapping it all up, and full of joy and excitement at all your new findings, enjoying the upgraded version of you who is slowly emerging, you will stumble on a shadow at some point. Whether you're not there yet, have just hit the first one, or have come across many already, Just keep in mind, your shadows are serving your highest good and are there for your healing and growth. If you can, imagine a beautiful forest. You're standing on the edge of it, ready to step into it and follow the pretty-looking path ahead. As far as you can see, there is ample sunlight and you will have no problems or delays. You begin to walk, enjoying the warmth of the sun, seeing the beauty all around you, and appreciating it. This 
is the beginning of the path. When you begin learning and growing and seeing the possibilities that lie ahead, suddenly you pull up short. There's a deep, dark section of the path in front of you all of a sudden. It is completely engulfed in shadow and you can't see what's in there. You're a little frightened, but also aware that if you want to grow and improve your life, you must keep moving forward. A lot of people will stay in the sunlight, at least for a while. They might even step off the path and play in the trees and grass for a while. Sometimes a long while. Sometimes forever. They want to feel good, only experience happiness, and stay unaware of anything much deeper, because change feels threatening. Our monkey minds, caveman, or ego brains, whatever you want to call it, want to keep us safe. And so they warn us, danger, danger, danger. And if we're still allowing ourselves to be controlled by that part of ourselves, then we automatically listen. It's not even a choice to stall out. Patience with anyone in that stage of their journey is required, even if they stay there for their entire lives. Think of an elderly person you say is set in their ways. Or the old adage, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And of course, the actual age of the person doesn't matter. It's actually the best thing you can do to just accept them as they are, not try to change them. Work on yourself and your light will shine so brightly you will help anyone who is ready to see it without a struggle. So, some people stay in the sunlight, and that's all right. Others who are ready to be brave, ready to feel the fear and step through it, ready to accept that they and their lives aren't perfect and that that is okay, and who are ready to learn something new even if it's hard, these people will step forward. Maybe it will be a shaky step, but they'll take it nonetheless. And after a few steps, they will be surrounded by the shadow, and at this point, some people may see their shadow for what it is and panic, and turn around and not be ready to face it. This is still okay. We love them anyways. Others will not. Others will pause, take stock, take a deep breath, and then problem solve to the best of their ability. Maybe they will journal it out. Maybe they hire a coach or mentor to help. Maybe they take a course to learn something new that will help them navigate this new and different thing. Maybe they buy a lantern. Maybe they just put their head down and run as fast as they can to the other side. Sometimes it can take a long time to walk through a particular shadow. Running to the other side can actually cause its own problems because the shadow hasn't been fully experienced and will likely show up again at another time. Sometimes shadows are just small and easier to accept and integrate. But always, 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 I promise you, there is light to be found on the other side. Sometimes the path is so dappled with light and shadow that we get to choose which we walk at any moment. And we'll move forward on our path no matter which step we take, into a light patch or a shadow. Now, you might think at those points that the easiest and best way is to step in all the light patches and skip over those smaller shadows. But the truth is, they are smaller then, and later, they'll be bigger. However, this doesn't mean you should only aim for the shadows either. You can pause in a light patch for a while and rest. You can pick your battles and face a shadow later even though it may be slightly bigger then. Your life is also not meant to be all shadow work. We can take that too far. I have. Side note, if you have never heard of a dark night of the soul, let me enlighten you. 
A dark night of the soul is when everything in your life seems to fall apart at once and you almost feel like things will never get better. Sometimes it's not even seems to, but it's a full-on does fall apart. Sounds awful and usually is awful, but it is always happening for a reason. Usually, the reason is that you are manifesting an up-level or an upgrade in your life and the universe is quote-unquote helping you to get there by clearing out the things in your life that are not aligned with that higher path. This can be a painful process, usually emotionally and occasionally even physically. That sounds scarier than it is. But when things are falling apart, we tend to get overwhelmed and unfocused a bit, and it's easier to have accidents or bouts of clumsiness that also worsen the situation, making everything harder. The reason I mention dark nights of the soul is because they tend to overlap with a period when you are addressing and integrating more than one shadow at once, and they are very important on growth paths. But if you stick to the shadows only for too long, or plunge yourself into continuous dark nights of the soul for too long, trying to up-level too quickly, you can experience spiritual burnout. Like physical burnout, This is where you are forced to stop, and we never like to be forced to do anything, especially stop. With spiritual or emotional burnout, it's worse than physical burnout. You have all the physical burnout symptoms as well because you just can't cope. But with the emotional or spiritual varieties, people tend to feel hopeless and ready to give up. Emotional burnout is not always a part of the shadow path or even of dark nights of the soul, but I mention it because it can be. However, spiritual burnout is definitely related to both. I learned this the hard way. I've been on my personal development journey for a few years now, but almost a year and a half ago, when I left my husband, I plunged headfirst into the first of the darkest of the dark shadows and kept choosing the shadow steps for so long, thinking subconsciously, of course, that I had to get through all of my shadows at once, that I had to progress on this path now that skipping the smaller shadows temporarily or choosing the light patches was cowardly and not seeing another alternative. This resulted in almost a year-long dark night of the soul. Ouch. I went from making a great income to making nothing. My kids and I caught every possible variety of every possible illness, meaning everyone, or at least some of us, at all times were sick for more than half a year. Bills slipped under the radar, late fees compounded, inflation happened, I had vehicle problems, I had people walking out of my life, I was embarrassed often by my lack of ability to keep up when I had always been labeled the productivity queen. I was depressed for most of it, barely managing to hold space for my kids' emotions in this period of massive change and upheaval in their lives, let alone holding space for clients, so I had none. I was facing my emotions for the first time when I had always learned to repress them. My oldest even dabbled in self-harm during that time. While I felt guilty that she got that far, I also could hold gratitude that I caught it in time. The most important thing I learned in that entire year, and a key takeaway for anyone, was that even at my lowest, broke, barely able to keep a roof over our heads or put food on the table, always exhausted, having a messy house, not keeping up to cleaning or work, etc., I was still worthy. I was enough. I was still lovable and valuable and I mattered. 
I was still the perfect mom for my kids. I was still a respectable human being. I was still an amazing person and could love myself. That was allowed. Big, huge brain explosions for me. I had always been labeled or perceived myself to be labeled as not enough or too much. I had men make me feel unlovable. I had society setting standards that would have labeled me not respectable or valuable to society. This was important learning, and it's something that is so deeply ingrained for me now that I get to experience everyone else from that place as well. I don't necessarily never get annoyed or frustrated by people anymore, but it is so easy now for me to stop and see things through their eyes, to love them where they're at. I always was pretty good at this, but this is next level unconditional acceptance of myself and everyone around me, and it is allowing me to create a different world. The moral of that story, however, for our purposes here today, is that it is absolutely 100% okay to say no to a patch of shadow, to stay in or move into the light for a while and take a break. In fact, it is necessary for the integration portion. Once we process a shadow, we need to bask in that light to heal and feel wonderful, at least for a little while. I was lucky that I had an amazing support system I had built over the years already before I plunged into that accidental, drawn-out healing year. My Facebook group was one of those supporting places. Even though I was running it, it truly held me above water throughout that year. It's a place of unparalleled love and acceptance for all, and I highly recommend joining it to build your village. But I digress. I will never again do that to myself, and I hope that my example can be a learning experience for others, to realize that it's okay to say no to healing for a moment, that it's okay to be in the light for a while. Shadow does not equal dark. Shadow is a mix of light and dark. The easiest and fastest way to walk the shadow path without hitting spiritual burnout is at a steady pace in a straight line, allowing the universe to decide and trusting that it will know just how much shadow you can take before you need some light. But even if you're not ready to trust quite that much, make sure you step into the light sometimes on your healing journey, deliberately. Allow yourself to feel good. You deserve it, heartbeat. In the meantime, I'm sending you all my love, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe to be notified of new episodes. If you really love it here and want to help spread the light, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. They help so much. If you love listening and want to be part of the interactive and incredible online community we're growing, make sure you click the link in the description box and join the Facebook group. I promise you it is not like other groups you've been in. Hope to meet you there soon, and I'll be talking to you next week, sending you all my love from my heartbeat to yours.